welcome to the Introvertpreneur Podcast. Take a breath because you are in the right place and you can finally stop apologizing for being an introvert. I'm Tara and I've discovered how to thrive as an entrepreneur while being 100% true to myself. Now I want to help you do the same. In these episodes, you're going to find everything you need to build a successful service-based business so you can stop competing with extroverts and grow and market your business with ease. Are you ready? Do I have some news to share with you today? So are you experiencing burnout and overwhelm as an introvert in your service-based business? It's time to stop comparing yourself to extroverts in your industry so you can focus on your strengths as an introvert to grow and scale your business. I want to invite you to my free five-day introvertpreneur summit happening April 26th through April 30th where you can hear from over 40 amazing speakers on everything from business building videos without ever having to be on camera to the three secrets to starting a profitable blog as an introvert in 2021 and so much more. This summit is completely free to attend. All you have to do is grab your free ticket from the link listed below in the show notes resources. See you there. Welcome back to another episode of the Introvertpreneur Podcast. I am so excited to talk to today's guest. Emily Milling is the founder of The Ultimate Creative, which is a podcast production company based in Toronto, and she helps entrepreneurs to confidently share their voices through podcasting, um, which I am all about for introverts. And I think it's a really powerful way to put yourself out there and get visibility for your business as an introvert. So welcome, Emily. I'm excited to chat with you today. Thank you so much for having me, Tara. I'm really excited to talk to you too. Yeah, so I'd love to hear a little bit about your story and kind of what got you into podcasting to start with. Yeah, for sure. So uh, my background is in performance and music and all of that good fun stuff. And uh, in high school, I was in all of the musicals and everything. But then I got to university and that kind of all went downhill because I discovered that there's such a thing called beer. And that was a very exciting time for me. Um, Flash forward a couple of years later, after what I call the dark ages, I met my partner, Justin DeClue, and he was all about podcasting and he's a filmmaker and all about the arts. And so he asked me to start writing music for some of his indie films. And then he started asking me to do the sound design for them as well, which led me to starting my own podcast with uh, a co-host, Jenny Tang, called Her Name Is, which focused on super awesome creative women in Toronto. That led to a live radio play called VRMP Presents the Five People You Meet in Hell. And then that continued to spiral into more business podcasts and starting to edit podcasts professionally and eventually got to the point where I had a fully fledged running podcast production company. And it's officially been this 
type of business for just about a year now. I'm coming up on 52 weeks of my podcast, um, Ultimate Podcast Marketing, which is the main business podcast for the Ultimate Creative, of course. Um, yeah, and so that's that's sort of a quick root of my entire journey to get all the way to this point. That's awesome. I really love podcasts because it's something that I've had on my to-do list, like my business goals list for several years. I've always wanted to do a podcast. Um, but as an introvert, it was kind of terrifying to me. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> um, what would you say to somebody who really wants to start a podcast for their business, but is kind of terrified about actually the whole launch process behind it and, and getting on and showing up even over audio? Yeah, for sure. I mean, what I will say is, even though I do have a background in performance and in film and in all all of this stuff, like, I'm quite comfortable on a stage and putting myself out there. Actually launching my podcast for my business was one of the scariest things I've ever done. And it took me so long to get up the courage to actually sit down and hit record. And in fact, I re-recorded my first couple of episodes like four times. And if you listen back to them, they sound so awkward and so weird. But um the thing that I always come back to is that I think every single one of my clients and my my students and my course podcast rocket, like every single one of them have felt like I don't think I'm confident enough to do this. I don't know if I'm comfortable enough to do this. I don't like the sound of my voice. I'm going to say all the wrong things. People aren't going to actually believe that I'm an expert in everything. And it's something that I think all of us have to face, introvert or not. And I will say, like, I, I am an introvert, despite the fact that I am outperforming quite a bit. Um, but, like, it's so scary to put yourself out there. And when you're when you when you're stuck in your head and you're like, I don't know if I'm going to say the right things, that makes it even worse. So uh, what I usually tell people, introverts or not, um, because, again, we all kind of go through this, is just start by recording voice memos on your phone, like get out your phone, hit record, give yourself a little voice note, whatever it is, and start getting used to the idea of talking to yourself for a while if you're going to do like a solo episode um, or practice asking the kinds of questions you want to ask guests if, if that's the kind of show you want to have and get used to the sound of your own voice and the, me the mechanics of, of actually speaking at for a long period of time to a microphone. And that's like one of the easiest entry points in there. So I had an improv teacher years ago, and he would always say the stakes are so low because we were all like the very beginning of an improv class and very afraid to put ourselves out there. And in fact, that's why I joined improv because I was very nervous to just talk and be out in the world with people. And, and it was something that really frustrated me. And I wanted to be able to have conversations and speak naturally and not trip over my words and therefore improv came into that but he would always say the stakes are so low like there's nothing holding you back from this and so when you're doing like a voice memo recording you don't have to put it out into the world you don't have to do anything with it except know that you are getting better at podcasting and getting yourself ready mentally to start a podcast yeah that's so true because I know when I first started recording mine that was the big issue. It was like, I really want to do this, but it was just the hitting the record button. And then actually speaking through, I, I felt like solo episodes were tougher for me because it's, I tend to ramble when I get nervous. So 
that tended to happen for the first few episodes. But the good thing about podcasts is that you can edit, you can re-record before putting it out there. It's not like a live video where you are actually live and in the moment you, you do have that power over editing and putting out what you want to put out. Yeah, absolutely. And I will tell you, I edit the heck out of my episodes because I'm always going on random tangents. And I'm like, I don't think that fits. That doesn't make sense in the context of this episode. So yes, editing is definitely your friend, as long as you're not over editing. And I think like a lot of people can kind of come up against that too, in the initial stages where they're listening back to their first episodes and thinking like, I don't know if that's exactly right or exactly perfect. But like once you get past that point of hitting record and you're like, okay, I've actually done this part, there's no reason not to just publish it because your first couple of episodes are not going to define your podcast. Even if you listen back again, like to the first couple episodes of my show, it had nothing to do with podcasting. It was me trying to figure out what I wanted to do with it and what I wanted to do with my business. So, you know, it's I don't know. What is the quote? Is there a quote or a saying like just just do it and and let it happen? That's not a quote at all. I'm just making that up. But <laughs> that's the quote for this show, I guess. <laughs> a good one for that is like, um, oh, it's the quote about um, done is better than perfect. That's the yes, that's what I was looking <laughs> for. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> do you recommend I know, um, especially the people that I work with that are Some of them are huge introverts like me. And would you recommend doing a couple of guest episodes on somebody else's podcast first to kind of get a feel for the flow of podcasting and and speaking? Possibly. Uh, I mean, I think it's going to depend on what your comfort level is. Like for me, it was really I was I was just too scared to even try because I I had it in my head that even though I know so much about podcasting, like I didn't think that people would believe that I knew enough about it to have me on their show. So like I had that mental block to get over at the same time. But if that's not something that's holding you back, I think, yes, it can definitely be a great avenue to practice it and work on your I, I sort of like to look at it as a script of your story. In, in a way, right? Because oftentimes when you're a guest on a podcast, you're sort of telling the similar, like a similar story about yourself over and over. So it's a good opportunity to practice that. Um, I would still probably say like before even doing that, just practicing what your, how did you start your business story or how did you get to this point in your career so that you have a basis and foundation to start from. You always know like, I've got this boilerplate answer that I can give no matter what, and that's going to be the foundation of what I'm going to talk about either on my own podcast or on somebody else's podcast. And having that in your back pocket and having it kind of rehearsed, like tell it to yourself in the mirror a couple of times, it does give you a sense of confidence that no matter what people are going to ask you, you're always going to have something to fall back on and remember that you are the expert in, in whatever you've been brought on to talk about. Yeah, that's so true. And it it comes down to a lot of imposter syndrome, I feel like, for putting yourself out there, whether it's launching a podcast or just putting yourself out there as an expert is is kind of where you have to overcome imposter syndrome. And I feel like that's not specific to introverts either. Um, I feel like we all probably as entrepreneurs deal with that from time to time. Mm -hmm. Personally, I know what the benefits 
for me were to launch a podcast, but I'd love for you to talk about like in general entrepreneurs launching podcasts. Like what are the benefits of actually doing that? Definitely getting your name out there on on a platform which is rapidly expanding and exploding right now. Although I will say the caveat to that is a lot of people have been concerned that, oh, well, if everybody's launching a podcast, am I really going to stand out? Yes, you are, as long as you keep doing the podcast. It's the ones that launch and never go anywhere. Those are the ones that won't stand out. So so don't worry about that. But back to the question. What are the benefits, the benefits. Of, of launching a podcast? So aside from that, you have the exposure and you're on this, this platform that's, again, rapidly becoming very popular. It gives you a chance to connect with your potential clients and the people who would support your show and support your business, people who want to buy from you. It gives them a chance to actually get to know you better. And a really great example, actually, of this, Tara, is I first learned about you on Julie Greenham's podcast, The Quiet Powerhouse podcast. And ever since then, I'm like, oh, yes, all your emails, everything that you do, I got to have all of it. It's so great because I had a chance to hear from you and learn about your expertise with Pinterest. And I was like, well, this is exactly what I need. This is perfect. But it even without me actually getting to talk to you and, and meet you in person, it gave me an opportunity to get to know who you are and know that you're the type of person that I'd love to work with. So it it makes it much easier to get past that initial like cold discovery call where you don't necessarily know a person and you want to reach out and talk to them, but you're you're not totally sure if this is going to be the right person for you, you can eliminate that for your audience, which is so awesome. And it also gives you an opportunity to weed people out that you may not want to work with either, right? Because if you have your own personality and you're not sort of shying away from that, you're just being yourself and who you are, people that love that are going to continue to gravitate towards you. People that don't will say, okay, thanks, I'm going to go to somebody else. And that's that's totally fine. It just means that it's less work for you as an entrepreneur to find the right people for you. Other benefits, I would say like I've significantly increased my own confidence in my expertise and in being able to speak somewhat eloquently about the things that I know about now. There's always going to be fumbles and whatever, and that's fine. But as we said earlier, and you very eloquently put it, done is better than perfect. And so I'm cool with that. So (laughs) there's that benefit as well. And it makes it a lot easier for people to want to buy a course from you or a take advantage of your offers as well. But yes, content repurposing also super awesome. Yeah, I I love the fact that I can record a podcast and then I can that one podcast episode is going to result in at least two social media posts. It's going to result in a couple Instagram stories. It's going to result in several Pinterest pins that I put out. And I'm going to send an email about it. So that right there is so many content pieces that I'm putting out from just one podcast recording. So I love repurposing and saving time and podcasting is awesome for that. Definitely. So what type of clients do you generally work with or what and what services do you offer for people who are thinking about or hoping to launch a podcast? Yeah, I work with a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of coaches, a lot of creators, And uh, I typically work with people either one-on-one to produce their podcasts every month, 
And uh, the other way that I work with people is with my course podcast rocket, where I teach them how to launch and start their podcasts. And actually, I've got a discount code for your listeners, which is really cool because podcast rocket is opening up on April 7th and got the discount code right here. So if you want to take advantage of that, it's introvert 10 and you can get 10% off just for listeners of your show. And um, yeah, so monthly podcast production where we batch record episodes. And I hope you batch record your episodes too, Tara, because it's like so much easier. You batch record, batch edit, and then everything is scheduled and repurposed and ready to go for one month at a time. So it's really an efficient way of producing your podcast and your content. And we will create the show notes and the assets for people, uh, the audiograms and emails and social captions. And we'll put all of that stuff together. And then the other thing that's really, really fun that I love for anyone that works with me one-on-one every month is I also do client-only masterclasses where we get really deep into a specific element of podcasting. So for example, it could be understanding podcast analytics better or better guest interview techniques to make sure that you're really achieving the purpose and the goal of having that particular guest on your show. Um, and that's really cool because I get to work super, super close with all my clients and we, we get to create a community together as well because everyone's in a pretty similar space as entrepreneurs all kind of looking to find ways to optimize their marketing and their content and grow. Um, so it's really great. It's a really great way to build that community all together. That is awesome. And thank you so much for sharing that coupon code offer for our listeners. That is so awesome. And we will have that linked below in the show notes as well. So batching recording is something that I am working on right now. Um, So do you always recommend like uh, at least a month ahead of time um, to have it ready and done? Yeah, I I mean, there's a couple of reasons for it. One is I definitely have ADHD and it makes my life a heck of a lot easier to manage my clients shows. But just for podcasters on their own, I feel like a lot of pod fade where where podcasts kind of disappear. It comes from burnout where like every week you're like, okay, I'm going to record this. I don't really know what I'm talking about. I guess I'll record this. And now I guess I'll put it in the world. And oh, I have to do this and that and blah, blah, blah. Whereas if you're batch recording and batch producing all of your podcast episodes and the content that goes along with it, you can be so much more strategic with it. So for example, I have generally have my podcasts planned out at least and recorded at least a month in advance. Um, But the the topics and all of the things that I want to talk about at least a quarter in advance, because again, like if I know I'm going to be launching a course, I want all of my content to be related to that particular course. So everything in my in my podcast for the last month and leading up to Podcast Rocket is all tailored towards new podcasters. And then if I was going to start looking towards working with clients one on one, it would be more advanced stuff um, for people who maybe already have a podcast and want to learn how to do something a little bit better, or a little bit differently. So with your with scheduling so far in advance and and having this this strategic overview of everything, it makes it a lot easier for your podcast to do its job and bring you the right people. Um, the other benefit is that sometimes things don't work out and you maybe had to skip a guest or something just didn't work properly. So if you have a lot of content already batched, then you 
you're way less at risk of missing a week or an episode, which I find really, really helpful because it does happen from time to time. And maybe you're like, this no longer fits my messaging. I need to I need to pivot. I need to do something else. But in the meantime, I'll put out this episode. So that gives me an extra week or two to get everything in order. That is so true. Plan- I feel like planning and having a basically a content calendar for it allows less room for things to drop off, um, especially if you are somebody who like... I use ClickUp for literally everything. And if it's not in ClickUp, it's not going to get done because <laughs> I just, I, I have too many things to remember and my memory is awful. So <laughs> definitely having a plan, I feel like, yeah, it can definitely help you keep on track and stay consistent because that's very important with a podcast. Mm-hmm. Having a weekly podcast really helps with the no like trust factor where um, people start to get to know you because you have a consistent weekly podcast. So they're seeing it in their feed on social. They're seeing it wherever they go, maybe in the emails. And then they start to like you because they can hear from you and, and know that they're they connect with you on that sort of personal level with the audio, with being in their earbuds. And then the trust factor, they can trust that every single week or however often you've promised, you are delivering that content to them. And they know that you are a reliable person. So automatically, it just like it ticks all of those boxes so easily. Yeah. And do you recommend weekly or as long as it's consistent and a set schedule, then it's good or is weekly like better when you're doing a podcast? So I'll always default to weekly because I think that things move so fast that if if people turn their heads, then they're going to just miss it basically. Right. Um, and if, if you do want to stand out and be like apart from the crowd, I guess is what I'm trying to say. If you want to stand out from the crowd, then having a weekly show is the way to do that. The only consideration I would make is like, if you just don't have the capacity to do it or if you want to ease into it and get comfortable with it first. But again, that's where batching really comes in handy because then you don't have to think about it as deeply, perhaps. And, you know, your episodes don't need to be an hour or two hours long. They could be 10 minute long episodes and and that's all you really have to do. So that's just, you know, write yourself like a little blog post read it kind of as a script. You have a 10 minute episode and you're done. The end. And it took you maybe an hour to put all of that together. So yeah, I would say if your goal is to be more present in the faces of the people you're trying to get in front of, then definitely weekly, if not more. Some people do have shows that they're doing twice a week, which is like very ambitious, very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, if you... Uh, if you don't have that capacity, biweekly is also great. I think just do everything with purpose, right? If it's if it's intended to help you reach a specific goal, doing it as often as you possibly can is probably the better way to go. Yeah, I, I love that. So I, I will say I did start my podcast as biweekly. And then I decided I really want to focus more on it and be more strategic with the podcast. So after my next big project, which is my summit happening Mm -hmm. in April, after that is done in May, I'm going to go to weekly episodes. So I'm really excited about that. That's awesome. I'm super glad to hear that. I mean, like you've got such amazing content already. I'm very excited about this. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. 
So that's one other question I had about, because I, I think some people maybe overthink, like you mentioned 10 minutes. Is there an average or time that you should shoot for, for your episodes, or is it really dependent on your audience and what you feel is right? I would say it's it's twofold. First of all, it's definitely what your audience needs. A really great example of this is podcasts that are intended for moms. Moms don't have a heck of a lot of time and they like to listen to things on the go. So, you know, also making sure that your swears are bleeped out. That's a good thing for moms, too, that I've learned. A lot of my clients are moms. And then the other thing is that uh, they want to have it all the information fast. So shorter episodes instead of much longer ones are probably a better bet versus, let's say, like a comedy podcast and they go on for several hours and really deep into things. Some people really like that, like if you're going on a long run and this is your entertainment for the next two hours. So it really needs to match your audience first. And then the second part of this is if it's not engaging and if it's not fun to listen to, it really doesn't matter how long it is because people are going to just tune out. Or if the audio quality isn't good, people are just going to tune out. That's a really important piece. A lot of a lot of times uh, my clients will tell me that their guests are coming on and they have the like the AirPods, the Apple AirPods as their headphones to talk into or they don't have headphones at all, which actually results in much lower quality sounding audio. And there are times when it's impossible to fix that audio. So it's sort of like lost content, right? Um, because it, people aren't going to continue to listen to it if it doesn't sound good or if it hurts their ears. How did I get here? Wow. This is a story that I'm telling. Right. The engagement part. So, <laughs> Oh, it's, it's good. It's yeah. good. Everything you're saying is awesome advice. So, <laughs> Yeah. Um, well, thank you. I appreciate that. But yeah, if it's if it's not engaging or if it's not edited, like again, I, I have to edit all of my own episodes because I do go on these random tangents and like you want to make sure that it is delivering on the promise of what you say your show is about, right? Um, so if it's totally off topic, if it's taking forever to get to the point, then trimming that down is going to be super, super key. And the duration of the episode won't matter at the end of it. Like you may have a two hour recording and cut it down to 30 minutes. I mean, I really hope not because that would be a lot. But as long as it's engaging, then people are going to just eat it up. It doesn't and it doesn't matter how long it is. I feel like some people kind of get in their head about what they have to put out or mm -hmm. how long it has to be or mm -hmm. how perfect it has to be. So that is great. Great to know. Mm -hmm. So thank you so much. This has been so awesome. I've learned like for me, I'm at the beginning of my podcasting journey. So having you on has been so valuable for me as well. I'm and so glad. I love everything you've shared because podcasting is so rewarding and it's really great, especially for introverts to tell their story, especially if they're really don't want to do Facebook lives and showing up on video is absolutely terrifying. Like it is to me, yeah. podcasting is a great way to really connect with your audience and tell your story without having to show up in, in those other ways. So, yeah. So I'd love for you to tell us again, like where we can find you online, because I know people are going to want to connect with you, especially if they have this idea of starting a podcast, which I definitely recommend. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Yes. So yeah, you can find me 
at theultimatecreative.com and my podcast, Ultimate Podcast Marketing, wherever you get your podcasts. It is a podcast for podcasters. So if you are interested in starting a podcast on starting March 29th, I'm going to be doing five days of replays, like five episodes that can help you to get started to launch your podcast. And then of course, my course, (laughs) Podcast Rocket, is opening up on April 7th and everyone listening gets a discount code introvert10. That gives you 10% off. I'm on Instagram. Although now that I've met you, Tara, I'm on Pinterest more because it's just way better for my brain. (laughs) Um, So Instagram and Pinterest and Facebook at the underscore ultimate creative. And then if you like comedy, you can head over to bigchickenergysketch.com and check out some of our sketches. And we have a new podcast called The Hatch, which is also launching at the start of April. So lots of fun things there. That all sounds incredible. And I am so excited that you are tapping into Pinterest because it's absolutely awesome for also promoting your podcast. Pinterest is fantastic for organically building new audiences for your podcast episodes. So Amazing. Well, I'll have to have you on um, sometime in May, I think, to talk about that because I'm really, really interested in learning more about that too crossover episode awesome yes i would love to canadian crossover too because we are both canadian which is fantastic awesome Um, i love speaking with fellow canadian creatives as well well this has been super great thank you so so much for having me on i really appreciate it yeah thank you so much for sharing all of your knowledge everything has been incredible and we will have all of emily's links down below in the show notes for you to over to her website, check out her course and her podcast. And she has so much incredible knowledge to share if you are thinking about starting a podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. This episode may have ended, but there are ways that we can stay in touch until next time. You can join me at introvert-coach.com and at introvertpreneur.com, where you will find tons of blog posts and resources that'll also help you grow your business. If you love what you're hearing, drop a five-star rating and review telling me what you're loving about the podcast so that I can encourage as many introverted entrepreneurs as possible. Until next time, keep using your introvert superpowers.